Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. These transformations are triggered by anger and fear. I'm Jennifer Walters. I'm a normal lawyer. Well, not that normal. Welcome back to the Film Realcast. Hi folks, another week, another podcast. We was going to do the amazing 1989 Batman, but due to uh, various reasons, we haven't got Jay on the pod, so we're going to leave it this week. But in true style, we've been doing various trailers each week, a trailer that has landed within the last couple of days, um, which to be honest, took me by surprise. I didn't actually expect it. Uh, it's She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which is hitting Netflix. Sorry, not Netflix, uh, Disney Plus in August. So, and to do that, obviously, we've got Pot Pickers, 80s Paul and Neil. How are you guys? You're right. All right, nose pickers. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, August. August. Excellent well, I wasn't until I watched this. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean... Um, before we actually get into it, I mean, this is part of obviously phase four uh, of the MCU. Paul, I know you're kind of catching up with a lot of things. Um, <laughs> Paul, like the, the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, yeah. and 2020s. Yes, I am. <laughs> so have you started to watch phase one, bearing in mind now phase four of the MCU yet? <laughs> no. at least you're honest paul at least you're honest i like that what you can do is Stu, record your laughter and neil's laughter and just like play in occasionally when you ask if i've watched something (laughs) (laughs) there we go tape that (laughs) get canned laughter on the podcast (laughs) that'd be brilliant so yeah it's uh i mean i know we're massive fans uh, of especially obviously Neil and myself and Jay as well uh, of the MCU when it started to the origins of uh, Iron Man. Next, and it's been a real worry for myself that when they lost the characters um, like Gamora when Black Widow died and the cat basically retired himself, uh, Iron Man, my favourite character, he died and it left a massive gap and it's a gap that I'm still worried that they cannot fill. You know, I'm really concerned about where it's going to go from here, even though they've got films like Thor and the guardians three coming out that it just still worries me. I don't know what you feel now. Um, yeah, I think when, when it ended, obviously after, the last of the big films you sort of wondered what way it was going to go and then they released a couple of other films like black widow which we've all said sort of it was a nice film but it was pointless because you knew she was dead it was sort of one of those films it felt like a filler and it's been that way other than spider-man and potentially doctor strange it's i've sort of been a bit worried about what they're going to do with it and the series a couple of them were really good and then you had some other ones which were which were terrible and it didn't really fill you with confidence and then thor trailer came out got excited again and then this came out and it's just 
like a massive kick in the nuts because you yeah, think they're going to try and do something weird. good and then they do this and obviously we get into the crux of it later but I was starting mm. to have my belief in them sort of rebuilt but it's been knocked quite significantly yeah no I completely agree I mean Paul what what's your from a kind of I don't know like an outsider's point of view mm. with regards to the MCU and all of these superhero films that are just coming from every single direction now What's your take on this genre of uh, like films that seems to be everywhere? Oh, well, I just <clears throat> I wouldn't have the time to watch them, nor the interest, really. I mean, I've you know the the Hulk that came out and was it two thousand and three? Yeah, two thousand three original one. I've not even seen that. I mean, I for me, um, the Hulk was what's his face, um, Bruce Banner. You want to know what was the guy that played it? Well, the uh, the original, like the wrestler yeah. dude that originally played him, yeah. No, uh, yeah, him and um, who was the guy that played David Banner? Oh, I know who you mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, that so that that for me is the Hulk. And when it's all CGI'd, it just wearies me. I'm just like, don't want to see it. Not interested. Um, so, but is the MCU something that you wouldn't bother stepping no. in to try and catch up on all the films? Then I wouldn't. I mean, I'd 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 watch it for the purpose of the podcast. And, yeah. you know, and take something away from it. But I wouldn't spend my time watching it really out of choice. I mean, yeah. I like Superman um, and I like the earlier Batmans and maybe Spider-Man a little bit as well. I've not seen the later ones, but and that's me, I think, done then. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of people who haven't bothered watching them uh, and because there's so many kind of overloaded on superhero films, and also now with the likes of Disney Plus that you get the TV shows. Uh, and we, me and Neil did review and it's available. Um, well, I did WandaVision, then we did Falcon the Winter Soldier, myself and Neil, then we did Loki. Um, and we did Hawkeye as well. We did. Uh, Moon Knight I struggled with. Oh, so no. there are, so the TV series, so it's coming from every direction. So I can kind of understand when people get sick of it because it's, I get sick of another origin story. I went to see Doctor Strange and I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a really good film. I've seen it twice um, and I really liked it. And we were going to do, obviously, Batman um, 1989. And just very quickly to tap into that, I, I, I didn't remember any of it at all. I just did not remember <laughs> any of it. But what I was pleased was that it was another superhero film that I was watching and it wasn't an origin story. It it was already established. There was a flashback, but it was established because I, you just get sick of the origin stories of characters you already know. You just mm. want it up and running straight away. And it does get boring. Even I admit that. Well, yeah, yeah I agree. I, I completely agree. And, you know, it was what I loved about the MCU up until the very end, when you know, with the epic battles and you had all the separate films what i loved of what the mcu did is that even though they were individual films they all interlinked with each other and the way they did it, it was so clever and it was so enjoyable and then it finished and it was like a nice little bow had been put on the top and it was like thank you very much i'm done with that now you've done a fantastic job and you should give yourself a pat on the back yeah but you're right and now it's just we are so saturated with them that it feels like they are just cashing in and it's more qual- uh, quantity over quality mm. unfortunately yeah. and 
and that's the sad thing of it you know i'm looking at like you said about phase four obviously we've had eternals and we've had spider-man which mm. i've heard is really good i'm going to watch that yeah um, doctor strange i will watch that thor i'll definitely watch that but they've got the new black panther that's going to come out and then you've got another Ant-Man film another Guardians of the galaxy which is you know i enjoy the Guardians of the galaxy films i think they're very funny but then you've got the marvels as well and potentially another fantastic four film and are they going to reinvent fantastic four again yeah, there's been so, that's, that's the thing. You know, there's been so many origin stories and Blade. Yeah. I really like Wesley Snipes' Blade. Yes. That's absolutely brilliant, and it Definitely. was the first Marvel film. Mm. But I just, I don't. Yeah, Fantastic Four definitely great core. I do not want an origin story of Fantastic Four. It's been Hell done no. so many times. And you know, I was looking on. Um, I think it was, uh, it was either Instagram, on the MCU. Um, thread there and people were moaning about um, John Krasinski about being a boring lead um, for the Fantastic Four and they were saying that because in uh, Doctor Strange he is there and he comes across as a bit stiff but I think he'd be a great addition to the MCU as long as it's not an origin story I just don't (sighs) want that at all but they'd probably do it wouldn't they yeah, yeah, of course they will, because they're going to try and reinvent it. Because obviously, I mean, the ones with uh, Jesser Alba and stuff like that, it was terrible. So are they going to try and reinvent it again? I expect they will, because they want... But like you said, I hope they don't, because it doesn't need to. People that are superhero fans, excuse me, <clears throat> know this stuff. They, yeah. they know where the characters come from and everything. They just want to be introduced to the action and build up on the characters. But I don't know. It's tricky, isn't it? So, yeah. Did you like? I mean, Paul, you obviously you're from my generation with regards to, yes. to Christopher Reeves and the Superman. Yeah. I mean, did you watch the other Superman films of Henry Cavill? Yeah, I think he was brilliant, Superman. Would you? Oh, you did. I did. Yeah, I thought he was. He played it really well. Yeah, yeah I liked it. I mean, Chris Reeves is my favourite. It always will be. And then there was um, what's the other the other fellow that played it in the 2006 remake Superman Returns? Yeah, he was okay. He, he, well, I thought he was okay, and I know that he was he was given a good uh, endorsement by Chris Reeves' wife because he did actually look similar to him. Um, but no, I think Henry Cavill's great. I think I thought he did played it really well. I tried to watch other Cavill stuff. Um, and it just didn't do anything for me. It was just what was the one he was in that series, The Witch, The Witcher. Oh, such a good series. Oh, the Witcher, yeah. Yeah, I, I got. I, I didn't get. I didn't even get through the first episode, Neil. <laughs> the thing is, mate, it's based on a game uh, and a book, and unless uh, unless you're into computer games and The Witcher and mm. that type of thing, you're probably not going to enjoy it. But mm. it for me. You know, that was a massive draw for me. And I, I think Henry Cavill was a fantastic actor. And yeah. most of the thing, even though I'm not a massive fan of Superman, he was a good Superman. His films yeah. were rubbish, but he was a good Superman. Yeah, he was a good Superman. Talking about games, um, linking it to the, what you mentioned a minute ago about the market being flooded with, uh, with um, superheroes. I'm watching that series. I've just I've dipped out of it for a while. That series on Netflix about games. 
um, about arcade games. Do you remember that series? I forget what it's called. Top School or something like that. Mm. And they were saying back in the early 80s, after Pac-Man and a bunch of other games were, were released, you had the Indiana Jones one. And then E.T. was released, the E.T. game, yeah, uh, which absolutely bombed. And it wasn't because it was... a. There were criticism, there was criticism around the game. It wasn't because of the game as such. It was because the market was flooded with games. And they did a vox pop in, in, in the States and these kids in these stores. And they just said, we've had enough. Like, there's so many games out there. We're bored now. And they kind of just moved away from the gaming for a while. Um, so I wonder whether that's a possible possible result. You know, people would just say, we've, we've been bombarded with all these films. We're, we're done with this genre for a while. Yeah. I mean, the gaming was massive. I mean, we did, James yeah. did a podcast, which is obviously on the queue of everything else. Um, the King of Kong. It's also yeah. on the YouTube channel, and that is that, that's an unbelievable documentary that was on yeah. uh, Amazon. I mean, if and if anyone hasn't seen that, you've just got to see it to, to believe it. A lot of people say it was staged, um, and it isn't real, but it is just incredible, isn't it? With the, the the duel of who's the best in the world at Pac-Man, uh, uh, and uh, obviously Donkey Kong, mm. and it's just incredible the rivalry and the fixing and the, the twists in that documentary is really really interesting and the, the oh, two main kind of protagonists uh, uh again could be something out of a film couldn't they well they right they sort of did a homage to that didn't they anyway with pixels yeah that's true yeah um yeah. which like him or not adam sandler that's actually quite a good funny film but it's mm. interesting you took you know the gaming industry i know we're going off on a tangent but the gaming industry is so big now it's it's bigger than the film industry mm. it, it, monetarily wise it's huge but yeah. you're right you are right paul at the end of the day it's like anything isn't it it's like horror horror isn't very i know we're thinking about doing a horror film but you don't really rush out to watch a horror film anymore because there's been so many of them and we're desensitized to it it'll yeah, get to the we point are. we'll get to the point where we're desensitized to to superhero movies yeah. unless they're going to release a superhero movie that's worth watching yeah oh, with horror movies as well there are four or five good templates and you just put a template down and build around it and you know you've seen it a hundred times but in different different formats different yeah. directors different cast yeah, I think we're getting that way to a certain degree. And I want to see, like, which was so refreshing at the time, which I think obviously Ryan Reynolds was just fantastic. And he's oh, like Tony yes. Stark. No one else can do Deadpool. Yes. But to do an R-rated film, a superhero film, was so original at that time, taking it yeah. to the extreme. And, and it works. And, and you're spot on that there is the market's flooded. And it gets so watered down and it's so kid friendly that I think it's nice to have something which Blade could be a really good R rated, just like the Wesley Snipes film, make it R rated. Has to be. Yeah. uh, Just commit yourself, put yourself out there and do something really dark. I mean, they miss it every time with DC when they do like the Batman. Um, Mm. I mean, Wacky Phoenix is the Joker was really good, very dark, but they seemed frightened I mean, especially Disney as well, to oh. to go down that road where they're going to put something really dark, really moody and controversial out for a superhero film just because it, they're going to lose that audience. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Exactly. That's the thing. It's bums on seats, isn't it? It's rather, yeah. rather than capturing, you know, a, a, 
a, a very loyal audience, a, an audience who will probably watch and buy the watch it in the cinema and buy the you know buy the the, the download whatever. I was about to say DVD. <laughs> Go to Blockbusters and pick up the you know they're <laughs> yeah. um you know they they just water it down as you say and just so they can have bums on seats and it's just yeah it's about the money isn't it. Of course it is, and that's uh, you know I can I can completely agree. You know stuff like Blade, you cannot please please Disney. I know you're Mm. not listening to this, but please do not do something stupid and make it a PG thirteen or something stupid like Mm -hmm. that. It has to be that violent. It's vampires for fuck's sake, killing people. You know it's it's he's a vampire himself he's the anti-vampire isn't he he's you know he's the day walker you cannot water that down it it would just ruin it they're on the precipice now they really need to buck their ideas up because i love superhero films and stuff like that but i'm getting bored i'm getting bored of constantly having them thrown in my face and 90 percent of the time well 90 percent is a bit harsh 70% 70% of the time, I'm disappointed with the product. Yeah, but that's why that the new Doctor Strange film is so good, because mm. Sam Raimi did it. And as we know, he did Ash vs. Evil Dead, Don't Breathe, Poltergeist. Yes. Um, he did The Evil Dead, The Possession. He produced all of those films, An Army of Darkness, really dark films, Dark Man. Yeah. And this, and it takes a real dark twist this the latest doctor strange film does and that and they probably push it as far as any film has gone i know it's the kind of the, the bar's not raised that high <laughs> but it's really got that sam raimi feel to it and it's with like zombies and things like that and like the level of violence is really high surprisingly high um for a disney pg film so it's good and i want to see that pushed even more but I mean, we're kind of tangenting off. We, we see She-Hulk. If anybody is, can get the trailer up now, what we're going to do is just put the trailer and watch the trailer and uh, just, just convey our feelings. We haven't spoken about this really, about what we think. So if you listen to this pod, just chuck it on YouTube and uh, you can join in and watch what we're watching and see if you share the thoughts of uh, myself, Paul and Neil as we go through <laughs> Uh, She-Hulk, attorney at law. I mean, when this first hit, first of all, before we actually do go into it, I was really pleased um, to see uh, Titania, is it Titania Maslany? Is that her name? Um, uh, yeah, Titania Maslany. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. I, yeah. I, and she's, and I've heard of her and she's good and Tim Roth's in it as well. And the cast, obviously Mark Ruffalo's in it. And um, we've got Benedict Wong's in it. And I think, as you said, Neil, beforehand, that that they're going to put a lot of possible MCU characters in this to to kind of fluff it up, aren't they? Uh, well, yeah, instantly with the trailer, the Hulk's in there, isn't he? Yeah, let's so, have the trailer on if everyone's ready. You ready, Paul? Yeah. Right. Okie dokie. So, I mean, early doors on this, you've got so you've got the car crash and you've got different things and she's instantly on there and i know it's from a blood transfusion she's the cousin of mark ruffalo isn't she is she and is that what that is okay that's what it is yeah and in the comics there was an accident and she had a um, a blood transfusion from him 
and ah. um, and that's what it's about. And she's representing um, a certain division within uh, kind of not Shield because obviously that dropped. But and I don't quite know. They haven't revealed what's happened, but you do see her in that cage where she's been put under stress and she does change into the Hulk, doesn't she? Mm. And in, yeah. yeah, and it's interesting to see Mark Ruffalo there as the Hulk because she's in the comics is a more intelligent Hulk who then can has a com- has a conversation represents um, kind of meta beings uh, in the universe as an attorney, and she can and she just stays as she is. So she's meant to be more intelligent. So and she's clearly fighting people, dating people, dressed as the Hulk, and it looks like they're going down the lines of. A lot more comedy in this don't they uh yeah well they're trying to be funny definitely yeah. i have to be honest just watching the trailer the cgi is awful it is bad it, that, isn't it the, the <laughs> first thing i noticed is just the cgi of her you know is just dog shit i'm sorry it's it's terrible when she's carrying that guy at the end, Ugh. and she's about seven, eight foot tall, and he's really small, it it, it doesn't look right. It looks like there's no. just a green filter over her face, doesn't it? Doesn't it looks look really right. strange. Mm. Yeah. I think, you know, they've, they've been quite clever in the sense that they've obviously clearly worked their magic so that it's all her facial expressions and stuff like that with CGI and stuff. But I don't know. Just the whole... The whole thing, I mean, I, all right, I'm not particularly knowledgeable about She-Hulk. It's not my type of thing. But the way it's like, you know, I just listen straight. I just want to be invisible. But she's the, the She-Hulk, so she's green all the time and massive. And then, you know, she goes speed dating. And it's like tries to be funny with these macho men and stuff like that. And then she ends up taking one home. And, and all this. And it's just... I don't know. To me, I looked at it and I thought, you've got a really potentially cool female character and you just made a joke of it. And it felt like to me that they basically just sent the women side of superheroes back about 20 years, if not further. Yeah, I think you saw like a green baddie in there, didn't you? That's Abomination, isn't it? Is that Abomination? Because I know in... Oh, he's Abomination. Oh, right. Yeah, Tim okay. Roth plays Abomination, which is obviously the bad guy, I guess. But Cause I, yeah, because I know in the comics they, they have, there was a, a Swamp Thing and She-Hulk comment, a comic. I didn't know, but yeah, Abomination. That, that's that's obviously who it's going to be. Yeah. But it's, it, it, I don't know. I'm just. I mean, she's a superhuman law division, so she's representing. So whether that will then go into touch Captain Marvel because obviously they've got in November I think it's a Captain Marvel 2 because the beauty of the MCU is everything linked together and everything means mm. something Yes. so whether that's going to happen because I know that in the comics she worked with S.H.I.E.L.D. she worked with a Fantastic Four so whether again Fantastic mm. Four is coming out um, it's not until uh, 2023 is it but yeah. potentially so. potentially she could then link up with the fantastic four it's going to be really interesting i mean i'm i'm hoping there'll be another trailer that will show a lot more as in what could possibly happen 
I'm I'm going to watch it, and I'm hoping it's going to be really good fun. And that uh, it's I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something really positive to say about this. To be honest, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm really yeah, struggling. Well, I'm not being funny. The, you know, it's good that you are trying to be positive about it. And um, Paul might have a different idea of this, but to me, it just watching that trailer has instantly not made me want to watch it. I do not want to watch this series. It's nine episodes on Disney and I'm not interested because they've basically portrayed it as something as this comedy that is going to be awkward and not funny. And it's going to be like something like bridesmaids, which I find not funny at all. No way. I love bridesmaids. No, it's, uh, <laughs> you know what? This, the stuff like stupid vomit and being, pissed up on play and being just a basically a dickhead doesn't do anything for me i don't find it funny i find it awkward and and stuff and that's that's the thing with comedies isn't it we've so said about that when we've said about trying to do comedies for podcasts and it's like it's so diverse one person yes. will find that hilarious and the other person will find it vulgar so yeah that's just how it is but i, I don't know i just there's nothing about this trailer that makes me want to watch it at all and that's a shame because you'd hope with a huge female character they'd do something with it that wasn't trying to be like that but that's just my opinion what did you think of it paul the trailer i was gonna try i was definitely well i'd say desperately i was trying to find some sarcasm to throw in but i just can't be bothered it was that bad <laughs> <laughs> i can't be bothered mate it was dreadful that's like oh one minute's 51 seconds i counted every single one of them no, wow. never, never again. It was diabolical. I, like you said, Neil, the CGI was dreadful. Um, I can't get my head around a plot. The whole idea, the whole... When someone when someone brought that treatment to the producers or, you know, and they, then they said, yeah, we'll run with that. Oh, dear God, no. Oh, Terrible. That's, 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 I'm, see, Abomination... His abilities, super strength, speed, stamina, regeneration, gamma ray emissions, manipulation. So I think the trouble for me, I used to love the old, the lonely man walk. The old Hulk was just, scared me. It was really, really good. But it's like Superman. It's so hard because they're so powerful to find like a rival who's worthy enough to challenge. Hmm. And... Abomination obviously seems that that it could be if it's done right a very good rival for um, She-Hulk. Anybody, because Abomination is he was a massive he was more against Superman, wasn't he? Um, no, not Superman. Sorry, that's a completely different. Um, um, he's I can't remember who he was against now, but he's a really good bad guy, Abomination. Yeah, so I'm hoping that it will. It will de- develop into something. That's that's what I'm hoping. So, and it's I don't know. It, it would, it's just you can only hope, can't you? End of the day, because they've not really let us down on what they've done. When you look at the Black Widow, wasn't too bad. Chan Chi wasn't too bad. Eternals wasn't too bad, but it, it was more. It felt more of a filler at the time. And their TV series, One Division. I mean, I've liked. I mean, we kind of disagreed on some bits of Loki, but mm. on the whole, 
I've liked all of them. Moon Knight, we both tapped out on Moon Knight, didn't we? That was, yeah, it's got I'm... rave reviews by a lot of people, but it was, I just couldn't deal with it. I honestly couldn't deal with it. I don't think it was very well done, to be honest. So, so I'm hoping it will they'll get that continuity and it will be good. And there'll be another trailer that comes out or there'll be some more information leaked intentionally on the internet that will get that buzz going again because I need something um, on the Disney Channel that's going to just keep me interested because at the moment I just feel they're lacking and just come, trying to get over the disappointment of Moon Knight. So, that's why I got rid of it. Uh, that's I've got rid of it now. I don't see the point of having it because I've been disappointed by the Star Wars stuff. After Mandalorian, it's all been a pile of shit. And the Disney stuff, like with the Marvel, yeah, Moonlight, just didn't like it. Didn't see the. It was. I didn't think it was very well done. And I'm not interested anymore. It's just they keep churning it out, and it's mediocre at best. Yeah. Now I'm the same. I've got rid of uh, Disney Plus as well. There was nothing to watch on there and I, I i've watched the mcu so many times and mm-hmm. uh, uh there's nothing else apart from that and the star wars as well that just they keep promising and obi-wan kenobi's coming out and do you know I, i'm gonna wait for the reviews to see how good yeah. that is and i'll watch it some way or one way or another i will watch yeah. it but i certainly won't be giving disney my money at the moment no um, well i'm not being don't, funny don't deserve it no that well this trailer if this is how they're going to spend my harder money paying them to watch this and they're going to produce shit like this this like paul said one minute 51 seconds of pure drivel they don't deserve my money yeah so no it'd be interesting so well <laughs> that's our thoughts on this trailer and you know i'm sadly i'm not surprised but no. i'm kind of leaving my glass half full up because there hopefully will be another trailer and maybe they've rushed this one out it's like when they release early trailers for the cinema and the special effects just need working on still when things need tweaking um and they just do it to gauge the interest possibly i'm being generous and i think you are that's it but but they shouldn't do it then should they because they've they will lose people by doing a shoddy bit of work yeah completely great just... yeah i know it's a massive risk it's, it's just yeah I, I just i'm just i love Sorry. it so much i'm just hopeful no 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 i mean I it could do. be a case of we do watch it and it's like oh my god yeah it, it was shockingly bad but <laughs> fine <laughs> so next week um obviously we're gonna just put batman 1989 on the back burners just for another week until jay's back but Paul, a film that you watched with John Cusack, um, for a one four zero eight on Netflix mm. uh, in the UK, uh, we're gonna do that film. Um, that's something that you watched and you recommended that we have a look at. I did. Well done. Thank you. So you, you pretty. What are you kind of? What's your gut feeling of the general consensus that it's going to get back, mate? Are you confident? <laughs> Am I confident? Um, I think I think it's something that neither of you would have gone out to watch. Um, and I think that you both would have enjoyed it because okay. it's just a bit different. So what's your predicted scores? Not that we haven't spoken about this whatsoever. 
But just what's your prediction that we could score this film at? I would say that you, what, yeah, so you, Stu, will give it, so you can do anything you want now once I put my cards on the table. <laughs> I'll give it a list to go, mate. You know me, I don't care. I'll upset I think, you'll, I think you'll give it a three and a half, and I think Neil will give it a generous three, three and a half. Ooh. Oh, wow. Pretty bloody hopeful then. I'm Pretty Because I, I know you guys need a, you need a lot. You need a lot to make it a four or five. You guys are hungry, oh. hungry for good films. Are we that harsh, are we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. We're very critical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it's about, right? That's it what is indeed. It is. So that is on Netflix in the UK. So if anyone um, wants to check that out and watch that before we uh, we review it, that will be out. And just to give everyone a heads up, it says a man who specialises in debunking paranormal occurrences checks into a fabled room 1408 in the Dolphin Hotel. Soon settling in, he confronts genuine terror and horror. So, and that's got Samuel Jackson and John Cusack in. So it's got oh. a really good cast in. So, yeah, watch that on Netflix and then listen to the podcast. And I'll be putting out John Wick 2 very, very soon. And uh, obviously the one we're recording now, that'll be out as well. So has anybody got anything else to add? Anybody watched anything? Oh, before we go, Friday night, the original Robocop is on at the Odeon Cinema. Oh, mate. Oh, that would be great. So jealous. 35 years. Can you believe it's been 35 oh, no. years? Oh, my oh, mate had the the, the, the cardboard uh, foyer cutout in his oh, bedroom my. of Robocop. Oh, I was so jealous. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's so good. And that, that review, obviously, we've reviewed that as well. Yes. That is on the queue for everyone to listen to. I can't wait to see that. I mean, I got that for Christmas on video. And uh, to see that actually get the chance on the big screen is mm. just going to be so, so good. So, uh yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, they're doing them so many now. I mean, the other week I watched um, 30 Years, um, f- not Fatal Attraction. Is that the one with Sharon Stone? I can't yeah. remember now. Yeah, uh, I wa- no, no, it's not. No, it's, um, no what's that one? Um, uh, Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct, but yeah. Pardon, yeah. And uh, yeah, another Paul Verhoeven film. And yes. that, that was on the cinema as well. And it, I mean, I watched that when it came out anyway at the cinema, but it's great that Odie and her. Just smashing these old ones out, and yeah. they had Friday the Thirteenth, the original as well. But that was at I think at half past ten at night, so it was a bit past my bedtime. What a film! <laughs> but but uh, yeah. it's it's good because I remember say like you were complaining about this not so long ago. We were saying yeah, that with the lack of films, they should play some old ones. So maybe they listened to us and they've done it. I'm gonna exactly I'm gonna take a pat on the back for that. So yeah, <laughs> film wheel cards. They <laughs> obviously <laughs> listen to the film wheel card, the wise words from eighties Paul and yeah. pervert Neil. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't say you're wrong, but whoa, come on. It now. was consensual, it's fine. Mate. <laughs> okay, I've seen I've seen a few films on Netflix recently. Some are good, some are bad. Yeah, it's a mixed bunch, isn't it? Yeah. But uh yeah, so excellent. I hope everyone enjoyed this just kind of a tangent of a uh a very short podcast but we'll be back next week with uh 1408 or 1408 and uh yeah everyone stay safe enjoy the podcasts and take care we'll be back soon